Beauty. Time for Torah now. Daflamid Aleph. Page 31 in Meseches Megillah. All right, second to last daf. And we're going to go back to the beginning of the Mishnah. Like we said, we will yesterday, the bottom of Lamid Amud Beis. We're going to go back to the bottom of 30B and restart the Mishnah five lines from the bottom of the Amud. Now, keep in mind, today's daf is pretty much going to be, we'll call it an expired Ezra's Torah Luach. All right, we know that, you know, if you want to know which Kriya Torah, what, what are we going to be reading on that day, along with which of Torah? So you open up the Ezra's Torah Luach. Right, you take it out, you're like, oh, this is today's uh, Torah reading. So um, our Mishnah and majority of today's daf, is going to be a beautiful, beautiful daf, but majority of today's daf is going to be focused on the various Torah readings that we read throughout the year. Here we go. Says the Mishnah, five lines to the bottom of Lamed Amud Beis. B'Pesach, on the Yom Tov Pesach, Karim, Parshish, Maidash, Tarz, Kainim, we read the Parsha of the Yom Tovim, which is written in Sefer Vayikra, Batzeres, on Shavuos, Shiva Shavuos. Which part of the read, Torah do we read? Which Pesukim, which Parsha? The seven weeks, uh, obviously connected to the seven weeks leading up to Shavuos. B'Rosh Hashanah, and Rosh Hashanah, what do you read? B'Chaydash Hashvi'i, B'Chaydash, the seventh month, the first day of the month. Rosh Chaydash Tishrei. B'Yom Kippurim, on Yom Kippur, we read Acharemais, which is the Avaida of the Kain Gadol. B'Yom Tov Rishon Shochag, on the first days of Sukkot. Karim B'Parshas, Mayadei Shepetaris Kain. And we read the same as we did beginning of Pesach. Okay, the 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 parsha that has to do with Yom Tovim by in Sefer Vayikra, B'Shar Kol Yom Eisachag, and the rest of the days of Sukkot, B'Karbon Eisachag. We read whichever Karbonis are appropriate for those days of Yom Tov. B'Chanukah, what Kriya Satera do we have on Chanukah? B'Nesim, we read the Kriya Satera of the Nesim, which was the establishment of the Mishkan, which was done on Chanukah as well, when the when the Chashmonaim reestablished. Um, the the uh, base Hamikdash. But Purim, what do we read on Purim? By Yavi Amalek, Amalek came. Haman came from Amalek. Rashi Chadashim, Rashi Chachecha. Man Rashi we read from Rashi Chachecha. The Mamadois and the Mamadois. The Maisabereshes, we read from the Parshas of the Maisabereshes. The Tainus, and on a fast day, Brachas Uklolis. We read about the Brachas Uklolis, right? Why? Because on a fast day, we're mentioning, we're recognizing. Hey, why do we need a fast? Why is there a tzara? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu told us in the Torah that if you don't follow in my ways, there's going to be consequences. So you read Brachas Uklalas to remind ourselves that really we're in control over the, the Brachas and the Klalas that come to the world. And it's incumbent upon us to live a life that's going to bring Bracha to the world as opposed to Klalas. And says the Mishnah, we don't stop while we're reading the Klalis, we don't want to break up that Aliyah. It's bad enough one person needs to be called up for the Klalis. Bad enough. I mean, a person to be called up to read this message to Klal Yisrael. Okay, but to break it up and have two people called up to the Torah for, you know, while we read the Klalis, that we don't want to do. Beseder. Period. All right. Now. On Monday and Thursday, B'Shabbos Mincha and on Mincha Shabbos. What do you read? Says the Mishnah, Kairin Kisidron. You read that week's Sedra. You read that week's Parshio. The Ein Oilam Behem Menacheshbim, but it doesn't count towards your Aliyas for the next Shabbos, right? It is Gishmak. A person's going to think, hey, you know, Monday, Thursday, and Shabbos Mincha last week, we already read the first 
10 to 20 psukim of the parsh we already read Tolsheni. So this Shabbos, let's pick up from wherever we left off. You don't need to read the whole parsh on Shabbos. Yeah, let's pick up from wherever we got up to during the week. Says the Mishnah, nothing doing. No, you got to restart from the beginning. Shnemar, as it says, Vaydaber Moshe spoke about the Yom Tov to um, Hashem Bnei Yisrael. Mitzvah since you carry in Kolecha ve'Echad Bismanoi. There's a mitzvah to read the parshiyos of each Yom Tov in its proper time. Period. Okay. Gavaldik. That is the Mishnah. Tanu Rabbanon, the rabbis loint, and so should we. Here we go. Bepesach karim parshas mayudis. On Pesach, we read the parsha of the Yom Tovim. Umaftirin, what we read for Aftira, Bepesach Gilgal. We read about the carbon Pesach that was brought in Gilgal. Says the Gemara of Inna, nowadays, the Ikatrayaymi, there's two days of, of uh, Yom Tov. Okay? So. In other words, we know that we have uh, outside Eretz Yisrael. So there's, there's two days of the, what we call the first days of Pesach. So what do we read then? Yuma Kama, day number one, Pesach Gilgal. The Pesach Gilgal, we read about the Karm Pesach in Gilgal. Ula Machar, on the second day, the Pesach Yeshio. We read about the Karm Pesach Yeshio, which, by the way, was the final Karm Pesach before the destruction of the Besam Mikdash. Ushari Maisa Pesach. And what do you do on the other days of Pesach? Continuing on. In our luach, melakit pesach. So we take various selections of the Torah that have to do with pesach. Pesach is mentioned in multiple in multiple different parshiyos in the Torah. So you take from from these various parshiyos. Says the Mahi. What do you mean? It's like a pick and choose. Come on, let's get a little more specific. Like where, where do we take it from? Amar of Papa Mem Aleph Pei Vav Simon, which Rashi says you read the parshiyos of. Of Mishchu and Kesef Talves Ami Psolachov Aydaber Moshe. Okay, so we have these four parshiyos starting with Mem Aleph Pei Vav, and all these are the four different parshiyos in the Torah that represent the reading of Pesach. Okay, so now we know what we read on the first days of Pesach and on Chol Now Yom Tov Achrei Shal Pesach. What do we read on the last day of Pesach? Kairin Vayib B'Shalach. This week's parsha. Yeah, Parsha B'Shalach. What happened on the seventh day? After Yitzias Mitzrayim, we went to the Yamsuf. Mamish, yeah, Mamish, what we're holding. So we read the beginning of Parshas B'Shalach, Umaftirim Vaidabar Maisha, and the Maftir comes from Vaidabar Maisha Lomachar, and on the, on the second day of the second days, Umaftirin Aidei Akol Bachar, you read from Kola Bachar, Umaftirin Aidei and the Aftar we read is from Aidei Yem. Amr Abai, Abai says, Vidna, nowadays, Nagu Amal Mikri, Mashach Taira, Kadesh Bekaspa Pasoil Bamidbara Shalach Bukhra. He gives a he gives a, a sentence to help us remember the parshas which we read, which is bring forth the bull, be Makadesh it with money, carve it into the into the midbar in the desert, and send out the firstborn representing the various parshas that we read on Pesach. Beautiful. So now we know. Um, so, so now we know the Gemara explained to us from the Brisa uh, how we make it through the eight days of Pesach, what we should do in the Luach, um, as far as Kriya Satira is concerned. Now, what do you read on Shavuos? Ba'atzeres, what do we read on Shavuos? We read Shavuos Shavuos. Umaftirim, what do we read for the Aftarah? Bechavakuk. We read from Bechaydash Hashlishi, which is the Aseres Adibras, okay, what took place at Harsinai. 
Umaftirim be Merkava, and the Mahaftar is read from the Merkava, right? The famous Psukim in Yechaskul that no human being is fully able to grasp, but it talks about Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu and his complete revelation uh, at that time to, um, to uh, um, Yechaskul. So too, it's connected to the giving of the Torah on Shavuos, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed himself to Klai Yisrael. Nowadays that we have two days of Shavuos, what do we read? Avdinon Ketarvayu. We read like both opinions of Shiva Shavuos and Bachaydesh Ashlishi, Ve'ibcha, but we change it around. So on the first day, we're going to read Bachaydesh Ashlishi because, you know, it's, it's more appropriate to read about the actual giving of the Torah and the Aseris Adibris. And then the second day, we'll read Shiva Shavuos. Beautiful. Okay. So what the Brisa do for us so far? The Brisa in our Gemara has clarified the Kriya Satera of Pesach and the Kriya Satera of Shavuos. All right. Moving along in our Luach. What do we read on Rosh Hashanah? Parashanah B'chaydash Hashvi. On Rosh Hashanah we read the Psukim of B'chaydash Hashvi, which is the Psukim of the seventh month, the beginning of the month, referring to Rosh Hashanah. Umaftirin haben yakali Ephraim. Referring to how precious HaKadosh Yisrael is to the Rebbein Yisrael. Some say, you know what we read? V'ashem pa'kad esarah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu remembered Sarah. As we learned in Tainus, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu remembered all the Imais on Rosh Hashanah. To allow them to conceive. Sashem Pokat Asara, Umaftirim Bechana. The Avtar is read from Navi Chana that Akadish Baruch Hu allowed Chana to conceive. But in Adikatrayemi, nowadays that we have two days of Rosh Hashanah, Yuma Kama Kiesh Aimrim on the first day, we read Vashem Pokat Asara, like we just said, uh, and, and Chana for Avtaira, Ulamachar on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, Vahalekim Niso Savram, read about the Akeda. When, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu tested Avram, Umaftirin, Habein, Yaker, Leah, Ephraim, and the Aftira, that we read is from Habein, Yaker, Leah, Ephraim. Gavaldik, Sarai, so far, we've clarified in our Brisa. Let's just make sure. We got this. Pesach, Shavuos, and Rosh Hashanah. All right, let's keep going now. Next, what about Yom Kippur? On Yom Kippur, we read Acharemus. Umaftirin and Aftira is Kikai Amar Ram Venisa. So says the Rebbein Shalom talking about Teshuva. Okay, Ube Mincha. What do we read on Kippur at Mincha? Karim Barayas. We read about the various forbidden relationships because ever since the destruction of the lust and desire for Avaydazara, the number one lust and desire that people still suffer from in this world is forbidden relationships. Gili Arayas. So we want to waken people up to Teshuva. And we read from after Yaina, where we know HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent out Yaina to get the entire place, the entire city of Nineveh to do Teshuva. Okay. So now we know what we read on Rosh Hashanah. Am Rabbi Eichon Rechanan says, Herzachayin, listen to this beautiful Gemara. Whenever you find Psukim, talk about the strength the greatness, the might, the power of the Rebbeinu Shalaylam. You also learn how humble the Rebbeinu Shalaylam is. This is what's written in the Torah of Hashanah ben Nevi'im. And it's done again in Nevi'im. And explained again and written about again in the Ksuvim. Now, what is it? It says in the HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the strongest of them, the mightiest of all the mighty, and the greatest of the great, master of all masters. Uksiv Basrei, and right afterwards it says, how is Hashem so great? Let me tell you. You know what's a symbolic of greatness? I say mishpat yasa v'almana. 
Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care of everybody. Even those who have no network, who have no system. Which you'd think out in the world, go to me. Yeah, who, who cares about them? In Yiddishkeit, this is Fakert. These are the ones who are looked out for. Shani bin Avim, and it's set, done again in Avim. Oh, look at the greatness of the Rabbi Hashem. What does it say right afterward? Right after we speak about Hashem's greatness. Baruch says, I'm with the broken ones. I'm with the ones who have a low spirit. They're down in the dumps. Mishulosh b'ksuvim, and it's said again in the ksuvim, d'chsev, shaylu l'reichet ba'raviz b'koshmai. Give great praise to Rebani Shalom, because he rides up high, uksiv basrei, and what does he say afterwards? Oh, how? Avi yisayimim v'dayin amonis. HaKadosh Baruch is the father of the orphan, and he judges the widows, meaning, if anybody messes with a widow, HaKadosh Baruch is going to be there on the spot to judge. What do you see from this Gemara? Greatness comes when you do what other people consider to be the small things. When you take care of the people that other people are not going to get the accolades from, that's how we know that somebody's chashuv. And I want to explain how practical this is. I want to explain how practical this is. One of the grandchildren of the Chafetz Chaim learned in Lakewood by Rabbi and Cutler. And Rav Nossin Vachtfeigel was the mashkiach. And w- one of these young galait, these young Kyle guys, he didn't come to Shachras for a while. And Rav Nossin Vachtfeigel came over to him and he says, where are you? Well, I don't see you by Shachras anymore. And, the, the, and this young man says, listen, mashkiach, I have, to, I have to tell you, you know, there's a young, there's a young woman who Nebuch, she's, you know, she, she doesn't have help at home. And she's got a few young children. And I make sure every day, you know, instead of coming to shul, I make sure to stop by her house and make sure that she's taken care of and the kids are set up. They're, they're set up for school. Mom, it's incredible. So Nassim Vachtfeigl says, Psh, you know, what a mitzvah here. It's, a, it's amazing. Maybe I could help in the mitzvah. Who's, who's this young woman? So he says, it's my wife. My wife, yeah. My wife needs my help at home. She's got a few young kids, you know. She's got stuff to got to help at home. She's any worse than somebody else, right? Very often, not to minimize Yasmamana, we need to take care of those who are forgotten. But there's a there's a biggest side in this Gemara, and that is very often people do Chesed that's noticed outside the home. It's a lot easier to do kindness that the community and other people are going to notice, and then I forget about my own family. Because they don't give the same appreciation necessarily. It's more expected. But just because it's expected, does that mean it's less of a mitzvah? Does that mean it's less chashuv? It's less important? No. But the fact of the matter is, it's a lot easier to donate $1,000 to people in Haiti if they're going to write about me in the newspaper... Than to, than to give $50 to my brother who's struggling who nobody's ever going to know about. And the Gemara is letting us know. Look at the Rabbi Nishleilam. The higher a person is, the more connected they are to the things that need to be done but go unnoticed. 
That's greatness. On the first day of Sukkot, what do we read? We read from the parsha of the Yom Tov, like we do on Pesach, in Sefer Vayikra Umaftir, and the Naftira is Hinei Yom Ba Yom Hashem. Behold, the day is coming. Talking about the times of Mashiach. Nowadays we have two days of Sukkot, the Machar Mikra Hakanami Karinan. So. Um, we we uh, repeat again on the second day. Afturi Mai, what do we do for the Aftira? Aftira may kalu alam elamelech shloimai, and we, we end off with the Aftira of they were gathered to shloimelech. This was done on Sukkot, therefore it's the appropriate Aftira. Ushar kolim may sachag kairim bekarbanas sachag. On the rest of the days of Sukkot, what's the kriyas Aftira? Whichever karbanas were brought. Yantav acharin kairin kabachar. On the last day of Sukkot, now. Over here, this means Shmini Atzeres. Because interestingly, if you think about it, on Pesach, there's the first day is Pesach. Then there's Cholamayid, five days in Eretz Yisrael. And then the seventh day is Pesach. On Sukkot, really, only the first day is Sukkot. Because the seventh day is Hashanah Rabbah. And then Sukkot is over. The eighth day is Shmini Atzeres. Okay, so what we're saying here, what are you laying on the last day of Sukkot? We're referring to Shmini Atzeres, really the eighth day. So, Kaira and Kola Bachar. We read from Kola Bachar, Mitzvah Zuchukumu Bachar, Umaftir and Vahiki Chalishlami. And we end off with the same Aftira of Vahiki Chalishlami. Okay. The Machar Kermes is Abracha. And. On the final day of Sukkot, what do we read? B'zayis ha-bracha u'maftirin v'yamad shloimai. And Aftar is read from v'yamad shloimai. Am Rav Hunam HaRav, Yudah says in the name of Rav. Shabbos chaliyas b'chol ha-shamayid. What do we say on Shabbos chol ha-mayid? Beim b'pesach, beim b'sukkot. Whether it's Shabbos chol ha-mayid of Pesach. Whether it's Shabbos chol ha-mayid of Sukkot. Mikra karinon re'ei ata. We read from... Uh, read from Re'ei Ata, Avture and Avtaira is Bepesach Atzomay Sayavishes, and Pesach the Avtaira is from uh, from Yechezkel, um, the Avtaira of Atzomay Sayavishes, the Avtaira of the dried out bones. This is talking about people who Nebuch were wiped out in the battle against the Plishtim. Ubesukis by Abiyaim by Gaig. And on Sukkis, the Avtaira is concerning the day that. Guy, that uh, guy comes, this is going to be La'asid Lavai in the future, anybody who comes to fight against Klai Yisrael. Okay, Gavaldik, let's get some clarity over here. Let's get some clarity. What did we just come out with, this Brysa that took us from the beginning of the Gemara down towards the bottom of our Amud? So we explained about Pesach, Kriya we explained Shavuos, we explained Rosh Hashanah, we explained Yom Kippur, Sukkis, and, uh, and Pesach. Gavaldik. Okay, back to our Mishnah in the bottom of yesterday's Amud. Here we go. B'chanukah b'nesim. On Chanukah, read the parsha b'nesim. Umaftirin b'neiris de Zechariah. Daftira is from the neiris of the of Zechariah. This is talking about when Zechariah had a prophecy where he saw lights that represent the Menorah in the Beis HaMikdash. V'yimiklosh te Shabbosais says the Gemara, if let's say there's two Shabbos of Chanukah, what do we read? Kamaisa b'neiris de Zechariah, v'basraisa b'neiris shleimai. And the second half Torah is going to be read from Neiris shleimai, which describes how the kalim, the vessels in the Beis HaMikdash were built by Shleimai HaMelech. Okay. 
Then we learned in the Mishnah. B'Purim. What do we read on Purim? By Yom Yomalek, Amalek came, B'Rosh Eichad Hashem, and on Rosh Chodesh, we read, B'Rosh Eichad Shechem. Rosh Chodesh Chalias B'Shabbos, when Rosh Chodesh falls out on Shabbos, Maftirim, B'Hoyim Yedei Chodesh B'Chodshet. After it is, B'Hoyim Yedei Chodesh B'Chodshet. Chalias B'Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh falls out on Sunday. May Esmael, on the day before, Okay, which is going to be Machar Chaydesh. Okay, with the tomorrow's Rosh Chaydesh. So the day prior to Rosh Chaydesh, Maftirin Berid after of a Yemer Yehinasan Machar Chaydesh, because the next day Matzi Shabbos is Rosh Chaydesh. Amar Ravuna, Ravuna says Tap of Lamed Aleph Amud Beis Rosh Chaydesh Ab Shechali Es B'Shabbos. If Rosh Chaydesh falls out on Shabbos, Maftirin Chad Sheichem Umayadechem your 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 months and your Yom Tovim Sana Navshi. My nisham, my nefesh, de- hates them, despises them. They've become a tircha. They've become a. Uh, they've become a bother to me. Okay, this is what this is what we read again. What when Rishchidesh Av that falls out on Shabbos. So coming up to Tishabov, we're starting to read and describe the unfortunate reality of what leads to the downfall of Klal Yisrael, which is. When we start to view Judaism, Yiddishkeit, Taira, the Rabbi Nishleilam, God forbid, as a bother, as opposed to a privilege. My Hayolai Latairach, what does it mean? It's become a Tircha for me. Amr HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Rabbi Nishleilam says, Isn't it bad enough? Listen to this precious line. Isn't it bad enough that Klai Yisrael does Averis? They bother me, so to speak. Leda to have to decide Ezu Gzeira Kasha of Yalayim. What sort of Gzeira Kasha? What sort of evil thing, difficult thing to, to, to bring upon them? You hear, this? You hear what the Rabbanishim is saying? Hashem says, sinning, okay. But do you realize what you're causing me to do? I don't want to be that father. Hashem says, I don't want to be that parent that has to punish. Why do you need me to do that? Charlie Harari. He's a well-known speaker now out there. Okay? He speaks for A. She's out on the circus. A phenomenal, motivational speaker. See, he spoke at uh, MTI. Maybe it was two years ago. He said over such a, a poignant incident. Listen to this. He said he was speaking somewhere. And he was scheduled to come home um, at about 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. From, he was speaking somewhere in the Midwest. He was scheduled to come home 10, 30, 11 p.m. at night back to New York. Turns out there was some sort of cancellation. He was supposed to take a stopover flight. His stopover flight got canceled. And they ended up booking him direct into JFK instead of going on his stopover. And he ended up landing in JFK two and a half hours earlier. Now, his wife was out at some sort of tea for, uh, you know, some women's tea for a yeshiva. And he had his 10th grade son babysitting at home. So he's out at a lecture, officially till 10.30 or 11. His wife's out at a tea, and his 10th grade son is babysitting. All the younger kids at home. Okay. They're expecting him home, 10.30, 11. In the meantime, he got a direct flight. He's landing at like 8, 8.30. He comes up to, he pulls up to the house at 9 o'clock. And he walks into the house... And the place is havoc. It's havoc. 
His kid had friends over. He, his son was like supposed to like get all the kids into bed, you know, bathe them, brush their teeth, put on pajamas into bed. You know, he walks in. His kid, his son had friends over. You know, the place was the kitchen was flying. Everybody's eating candy. Like the, you know, places on wheels. The little kids are supposed to be in bed. They're like high on sugar. Fine. So he walks in. He when he comes home, he said, "I, I need quiet." You know, I need like the house in order. The place is on wheels. So he walks in and he's like, okay, Shalom Aleichem, how's everybody done? Five minutes later, he's like, everybody into bed. Get out of here. He starts, get into the shower. You go here. You brush your teeth. Boop, boop, boop. Okay, all of your ball of friends are going home. Fine. By 10, 30, 11 o'clock, he had the house in order. Okay. He said, his son came over to him the next day and he said, dad, I'm sorry. He said, he listened to this, it's such a beautiful story. Listen to this. He says, I'm sorry. So Charlie says to his kid, he says, you don't need to apologize. He says, I get it. I get it. You're expecting me home at 1030. You know, babysitting on your own terms. You know, it's not your fault I came home early. So his son says, I'm not sorry for how I babysat. He says, I'm apologizing to you. Because I made you be the father that you don't want to be when you came home. I know you don't like being the one who has to be the tough guy. But because of the craziness, you had to be the father you don't like being. And that's why I'm apologizing. What a beautiful Misa. Sometimes our kids do things to us. And like, why are you making me do this? Like, why do I need to like, why, why are you putting me into this situation? I don't want to be tough with you. I don't want to have to give you musr. I don't want to scream at you. I don't want to tell you to get into bed for the 80th time, right? But if you do that, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get tough, right? This is what the Rebbeinu Shalom is saying to us. This is such a beautiful Gemara. The Rebbeinu Shalom says, listen, it's bad enough you do Averis, fine. As if like I could be Michael that, so to speak. But do you know what you're doing to me as your father in heaven? I, I, I want to be a good, I want to be, I just want to give goodness. I want to give good to Kal Yisrael. But by your actions, you're not allowing me to give the bracha that I want to give. It's kind of like we're pushing Hashem, so to speak, into the corner. Hashem says, be nice to me. Be nice to me. Let me be. Let me be that giving father. What a beautiful concept. What is the Haftarah on Tishabav? Rav Rav says, How we've become Zaina, which means unfaithful. Prostitutes, harlots, we've become unfaithful. Mikramai, what do you read from the Torah? Tanya, Achir Maimrim, Vimlai Tishmuli. If you don't listen to me, Rav Dosabar Yosef, Rav Yosef says, Adana, Yenatsuni, Amazah. Until when would these people cause anger to me? Vyesherim, some say, Masa, Leida, Razais. Referring to the story of the Miraglim. Amr Abaye, Abaye says, Ha'idna. Nowadays, Noha Gaub Malamikri, Kisailid Banim. People have the minute to read, Kisailid Banim, Umaftirim. And Naftaira that we read is Asaif Asifim. Where, unfortunately, if we do turn away Asif Asivim, there's going to be a Chorban, there's going to be a destruction to Klal Yisrael, period. Okay. B'mamodais. What Kriya Satira is read by the Mamodais? Now let's remind ourselves, the Mamodais is when the Kahanim would go to work in the base of Mikdash, there was a group of Yisrael that would gather together in the Batek Nesios, in the shoals, and they would read from Bereshus. 
Menon Emili. How do we know that? And this Gemara is pretty much the exact same Gemara that we learned together in Mesachas Tainus. Om Ravami. Ravami says, If not for the Ma'amadais, the sacrifices that we make as Yidin, the heaven and earth would not continue to exist. If not for the promise of day and night, the carbon that's brought by day, the carbon that's brought in the evening, I would not have created heaven and earth. And it says, Avram Avinu says, How do I know that I'm going to forever inherit the land of Eretz Yisrael? What does that mean? Omar Avram Avinu says in front of Hashem, Master of the world, Creator of the world. I know you want to make a promise with me, but what happens if and when, worst possible scenario, we always need to be available to do this. If you ever go into a relationship, speak out worst possible scenario. Says Avram Avinu, what's going to happen? My children, God forbid, may come to turn against you, Hashem. Maybe you'll destroy them the same way you destroyed the whole world with a flood or the or or by the tower when everybody was was the daraflaga when everybody was dispersed. How do I know this that my promise between me and you is everlasting? Hashem says, "Don't worry, Avram." What's Hashem say to Avram? Don't worry. And what does Avram say? I am worried. I am worried. I need to take care of this. I need to take care of Klal Yisrael. Omar Lefan of Rebani Shalaylam Bameh Eida. Show me. Show me. I need to take care. There's a little chutzpah here, right? But Ramavina says, I need to take care of Klal Yisrael. So Bameh Eida, I'm going to need you to prove it to me. Omar Loi, Akadish Baruch Hu says, Kechali Egem That's when they had the Brisbane Abbasarim, the eternal covenant. Omar Lefan of Rebani Shalaylam. Avram Avinu says to Rabban Shalom, same conversation. Tenach, this manch base mikdash kayim. I understand when there's a base mikdash, there's sacrifices that are made, which even if there's averis, there's an ongoing relationship. But this manch base mikdash kayim alem. What's going to happen once there's no more karbanas? Amar loy, you know what Hashem says? Kvartekanti lam seyed karbanas. There's psukim. Of Karbanas. This verse is in the Torah. That's everlasting. As long as, my, as long as your children read through the Psukim of the Karbanas, I will consider as if they're actually bringing Karbanas. And I will be Michael all of their sins. What does a Karban do for a Jew? What does it do for a person? It shows sacrifice. It shows that we're giving something up. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Avram says, when you give something up, that's a sign of a relationship. But if there's no physical sacrifice, what could they do? And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Avram, don't worry. In Gullus, there's plenty of opportunity for a Yid to sacrifice to our, to, to, uh, to our relationship. If they read through the Psukim and they take the message of the Karbanis, the karbanis was not just a ritual. You brought a carbon atomid in the morning. You brought a carbon atomid in the afternoon. Judaism is not a religion of rituals. It's a religion of relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, 
if they read the, the psukim, they get the relationship, I'll consider it as if they brought my sacrifices. Betainas, brachas, uklalas, vim avsikim, bebrachas. Okay, beklalas. On a f- public fast day, we read brachas, uklalas, and we don't call anybody up specifically. We don't split up the curses. But on immediately, how do we know this? Amar of Chiyah Bargamda, Amar of Asi. Amar Kroos says the Pazik, Musar Hashem b'ni al-timas. The Musar of Hashem, my son, al-timas, do not get disgusted by the Musar. Okay? Grab it. Take it. Reish Lakish Amar. Reish Lakish says, Lefisha e'en oimrim bracha ala pranas. You shouldn't start with the curses because you're not going to make a bracha, <coughs> excuse me, on pranas, on punishment. We don't, you're not going to make a bracha and then start a punishment immediately. And therefore, we don't stop in the middle of the curses or the second aliyah, the second guy is going to have to start immediately with the curse. So what do you do? Tana, we learn. Whoever gets the aliyah of the curses should start a pasuk before the curses start. This way your bracha is not coming immediately into the curses. And when we end the parsha, we should read one additional verse after the curses so that uh, we can make the after bracha. Amr Abai. Abai says, This is talking about the teichacha, the curses in but when we get to the Teicha in Sefer uh, Devarim, we do split it up. You could call, call somebody up to the Torah. My time, why? What's the difference? Very interesting. The Klolois in Vayikra are said about the Rabbim, about the, it, the, the words are used in plural. Okay? And therefore, anybody who gets called up to the Torah is included in those Averis. Avokalashab and Mishnah Taira, I'm sorry, I lost the place. Vahalalu, Belashan Yachir Amures. But the curses in Sefer Devarim are said to in, in, uh, in individual expression, okay? And Umaisha Mipi Amar, and it was also Maisha Rabbeinu speaking it out on his own as opposed to it being directly from the mouth of their Banshalam. And therefore, it's, it's uh, a lot less severe. Okay. Levi Barbuti Levi Barbuti was reading the Taichacha, was reading the curses, and he would stutter. And he was stuttering in front of Ravuna. He was like hesitant to read it. Omar Lai, Ravuna says, He says, listen, you know, if you're too scared to read it, I can call somebody else up. It's okay. You should know that the real issue of getting the Aliyah is in Sefer Vayikra, Avol Sheba Mishnah, Torah, Paisik, but in Devarim, you could be Paisik. Okay. Tani, we learned in the Brisa. Rav Shimon Elazar, Rav Shimon Elazar says, Ezra, Tiklam, the Yisrael, Shiyu, Karun, Klalei, Sheba, Teres, Kaidem, Kaidem, Atzeres. Ezra was Mesakin, he made a decree for Klal Yisrael that we should always read from Sefer Vayikra before Shavuos, Sheba Mishnah, Torah, Kaidem, Roshana. We should read from Mishnah, Torah, from Devarim, before uh, before Rosh Hashanah. Okay. My timer. Why did he decree that? Amar Abai. Abai says, Vitema Rish Lakish. And some say it wasn't Abai. Some say it was Rish Lakish. Kadesha Tichla Hashanah V'Kileisa. Yeah. That the year should end along with the curses. The curses should end too. Now. Says Gemara. One second. Bishlava Mishatayra. Makes sense to read Sefer Devarim. Ika Kadesha Tichla Hashanah V'Kileisa. We say, okay, let it end along, uh, uh, you know, the curses should end along with the year. That's why we're going to read Devarim before Rosh Hashanah, because I oh, read the curses, boom, over, now it's Rosh Hashanah, the curses are gone. 
All right, very nice uh, symbolic uh, Torah reading. But the reading in Sefer Vayikra, why are you reading that before Shavuos? Is Shavuos a new year? How, how by reading Vayikra before Shavuos do you sow, oh, the curses are ending with the new year? It's not a new year. Shavuos is not a new year. It is. We learned that Atzeres, Shavuos, is also a new year. Shavuos is the new year for the fruits of the tree. And since there is a judgment on on uh, fruits, growth, produce. So therefore, we're ending the curses leading up to Shabbos. Tani, we learned that the price of Shem and Allah's Zaymer. Rabbi Shem and Allah's Zaymer says, What a beautiful Gemara. Listen closely. If, the, if people with life experience, elderly people say, knock it down, you know what you should do? And young people say, no, let's build. You know what you should do? Sisar, knock it down. Vialtivna, and don't build. Younger people are not smarter than older people, whether we like it or not. When a person with life experience tells you, knock something down, you should know that that is a productive piece of advice. Sometimes you need to destroy in order to build. And sometimes when the younger, inexperienced people build, that's really destructive. The simen davar, and the way to remember the matter is Rechavam ben Shlemeng. Is, is uh, Rechavam ben, uh, ben Shlemeng. Okay, not so clear exactly how this is, uh, you know, um, how this is uh, proving anything. But over here, we know Rechavam was younger and he had his ideas and he consulted with the younger people. And ultimately, it led to destruction. Now, just to give a glimpse, I could, we could give a three-hour lecture on this concept. But just to give a little glimpse, Rav Pam, the Roshivan Tarvadas, the would tell the young people going into communal work, he would say, you have to know not everything has to be figured out. Not everything needs an answer. Sometimes you just have to let things sit. You don't need to find answers for everything. This is a very important concept. I'll tell you why. Sometimes I work with, you work with uh, people in relationships, couples who are married, business partners, and you'd think that communication is key to all success. Very important to communicate everything. Put your life on Facebook. Put your life on Instagram. Put your life out there. Communicate everything. It's the smartest way. Communication is very important. But I've personally seen in my own life and in other people's lives that sometimes relationships last by not communicating certain things. I know people who are married. They're comfortable being in a relationship that's imperfect and that not everything is, is agreed upon or even spoken about. They prefer that and it's actually better for them to do that than to bring everything to the forefront. Their relationship will explode and they won't last. And they prefer to be in like this 
type of relationship where like at least we can exist together and kind of leave that elephant in a different room as opposed to like just put everything out there on the table. Now that would be ideal, but it doesn't mean it's the smartest. To know takes a lot of life experience. I don't have enough life experience. Other people do. Many people here on our, on our, uh, in our shir and on the Zoom have, have that type of... But that's what, that's what the Bryce is telling us. The Shimon Elijah says, when an uh, when a elderly person, what's an elderly? Wisdom, a person of wisdom, says, destroy something, that is really constructive advice. And sometimes people want to keep building, 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 building. It's a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing. You think you're building a community. You think you're building this. You think you're building that. In, the, in, in 10 years, it's all destruction. You're ruining everything. And it takes, it takes chachma. It takes wisdom. That's why the rabbis. In a place where we, um, we stopped. That's where we pick up at Mincha. Mincha. If you, wherever you start by reading the Torah by Mincha, Shom Karim B'Sheni, that's what you're going to read on Monday, B'Sheni on Monday, you hear what's happening? We know on Shabbos, Mincha, Monday, Thursday, we read the same thing over and over. According to this Brayza, you start the Parsha by Shabbos, Mincha, you keep going on Monday, uh, B'Sheni, Shom Karim B'Chamish, wherever you finish off on Monday, you begin on Thursday, B'Chamish, wherever you finish off Thursday, Shom Karim B'Shabbos Abah. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> you know how much shorter davening is going to be? Some people are like, ah, oh, it's not a bad idea, you know? Have a few psukim by Shabbos Mincha, a few further psukim by Monday, no more, a few more on Thursday. Comes time for Shabbos. Yeah, we're already up to Chamishi, right? Divi Rabbi Meir. This is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yudai Rabbi Yudai says, Makam Shem Avsikim B'Shabbos Shachris, Shom Karim B'Mincha, U'B'Sheri B'Chamishi. Wherever you leave off on Shabbos, you begin the next parasha and you say it, Monday, uh, uh, Shabbos Mincha, Monday and Thursday, U L'Shabbos Habba. And you start again the next Shabbos, which is what we do. Amr of Zera Halacha, Makam Shemafsikim B'Shabbos Shachris, Shom Karim B'Mincha B'Sheni B'Chamishi U'L'Shabbos Habba. Wherever you finish off one parsha on Shabbos morning, the you're going to start the next parsha, Shabbos Mincha Monday, Thursday, all in the beginning, and then you're going to start again in the beginning on the next Shabbos. Valeim Alach Reb Yehuda. Why doesn't he just say clearly that Alach is like Reb Yehuda? Answers the Gemara Mishum. The Avchile, because some people, there's a machlaikas about who, who's, uh, who, whose opinion this is. And therefore, instead of giving a name, he wants to let us know that no matter who the name is, let me just tell you the halacha. The halacha is, you're going to start the next parsha, Shabbos Mincha, Monday, Thursday, and then the next Shabbos as well, you're going to restart the parsha. Okay, period. That's the end of Daf Lamed Aleph and Bez Hashem. Uh, tomorrow, we will finish off our Heligim Masechta with Daf Lamed Base.